Welcome back to Purpose Driven in Christ. This message is entitled Comfort and Communication. So communication is vital in so many aspects of our relationships. Many misunderstandings happen as a result of lack of communication or too much talking with no filter. So I'm going to break down the two, the talking versus communication, so that we sort of understand the difference. Um, so I'm going to get started with Colossians 4.6. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. So this is a, that scripture just reminds me that our converse, our conversation should be an opportunity to be a witness. We should always think about whether or not we're communicating with kindness. Is it gracious? Is it, um, you know, showing the love of God through our conversations? And so communication is beyond just being talkative. You can, like a person can talk a lot and be very knowledgeable about things but not be able to effectively communicate their feelings. So just because, you know, a person might talk a lot, share about the latest current events, very knowledgeable about their understanding of scripture, whatever it is, very talkative, that does not equate to being a strong communicator. And... Where the breakdown happens is when you're unable to communicate your feelings, your emotions, the, you know, thinking about how communication connects to our mind, will, and emotions, and we can communicate those things if we choose to, but a lot of times there's a barrier that's preventing us from communicating what needs to be communicated and how we choose to communicate that. Things that we want to communicate do not always convey, and that could be due to fear, various reasons behind that. But we we might want to communicate our weaknesses and concerns to a person, but then we might experience fear of judgment or rejection. And fear, anxiety, worry, and all of those they can cause one to not communicate important information. So if that's something that you're struggling with, if that is present during moments in which information needs to be communicated, you will find yourself not communicating what needs to be communicated. And what happens is that it gets swept under the rug. It gets glossed over. It's not confronted. And so now we have an issue that has not been resolved because of fear, anxiety, worry, fear of the unknown, fear of rejection, or even um, just not fear of not being able to communicate it properly because you might be concerned that it will be misunderstood. So, you know, in some previous messages, I have mentioned how we should get to the root of everything that we do or that we don't do because there's usually a root to why we do it or why we don't do something. And so 
fear of rejection. So if a person's afraid of rejection, they might be afraid of what the person, you know, if that person's going to think badly about what they communicated, or if you, you know, you don't want them to um, have like an intense conversation because of what was shared. So sometimes those feelings of I want to avoid conflict can cause a person to not communicate when they need to be communicated. And then sometimes communication is restricted because of how the other person makes them feel. So <clears throat> if you find that yourself, if you find that you are dismissive, impatient, intimidating with how maybe you look at the person when they're talking or how you respond back to them while they are talking, those are all different components that can impact a person's communication and it can be indirectly it can be as subtle as eye contact or how you're making your facial expressions expressions while they're communicating all of those things can impact a person from communicating what they truly want to communicate it can cause a person to feel um you know like they're not valued in what they're sharing or that you're dismissing what they're sharing So it's very important to be mindful of that. And that's why in that scripture, when I read, let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone, the right response, even in our facial expressions. If you don't agree with what someone is sharing, your face doesn't have to be, you know, angry or dismissive. You know, you you want to always approach, approach the communication graciously where the person is not going to potentially get offended or think something different. So really want to involve like self-control with that, especially when we're trying to communicate something that is going to be instrumental in the, in the relationship. Um, and this is any kind of relationship. Now, one of the things that I believe is very important is to know that If you don't have effective communication in a relationship, it can impact how close you get to that individual. So what I mean by that is that just because you, you all, you know, say like you're in a relationship, a relationship, getting to know someone um, with the intent of pursuing them for marriage, um, and you're trying to get to know the person and you realize that you're connecting in so many different ways. You all have similar, um, you know, convictions when it comes to your walk with Christ. You have, uh, you know, qualities that you admire about each other. Um, both of you are on the same page with purpose. But then the communication, just because you both are talking a lot, you know, you're sharing a lot of information doesn't necessarily mean you are comfortable communicating what needs to be communicated. So for instance, um, so I, you know, I'll give an example. Um, You know, there was an individual that I was getting to know years ago. Um, We connected on very various levels. You know, both of us had purpose and goals and, you know, we liked the qualities of each other. But one thing that I noticed is that I was I was not comfortable um, communicating certain things to this individual, and I didn't know what 
the culprit of it was at the moment, but I realized afterwards, the Holy Spirit just started revealing to me, why was I so uncomfortable communicating with this individual? And what he, what he revealed was that <clears throat> there, were, there were periods of um, criticalness in the conversation. Um, and the person uh, wasn't really understanding or they weren't really welcoming information about myself. It was sort of conversation was changed often. And so these are the types of things that we might we might dismiss or we might not pay attention to if we like so many other qualities. We might um, minimize something that can be a major concern because everything else looks like it's okay. But if you can't communicate things pertaining to your emotions, your concerns, your feelings, things like that, or if you can't even communicate your uh, your weaknesses, things that are pertaining to your overall being, that is a problem, especially if you're trying to become a close friend to this individual, not just a close talker. I'm talking about someone who you feel like you can confine in. And I believe this is why when people get into relationships and marriages, um, they tend to communicate these deep related things with other friends more so than the person they're married to because they did not allow communication and that, um, you know, sharing on that level to be important in their friendship. They weren't transparent. And when you're not transparent, you continue to put walls up and you don't even know truly a lot of things about that person because the conversation stays on a surface level. And when a person is more concerned about impressing than truly communicating, then you're not going to get to root concerns. That is going to be glossed over. And a lot of people are in dysfunctional situations because they glossed over things that needed to be communicated, confronted, things that needed to be addressed, even having conversations about root causes of things that you notice about yourself. And if you don't, if you don't know, know about root causes, you might not even be able to tap into that and as you're communicating that to, the, to that individual. We also have to listen to understand and not impress because if a person is spending so much time trying to impress the other person, you're not going to be effectively listening to understand. You'll find that a person is wanting to share a lot of information with you to let you know about what they've done, what, what they're knowledgeable of but you're not hearing anything about brokenness. You're not hearing anything about what they learned over the course of their life. You have to be very important about what's being communicated through the heart. Do you feel safe enough to share with this individual without them criticizing or judging you? Do you feel comfort in the way that you communicate? Do you feel like when you're communicating, it gets cut off? because the other person wants to talk. These are all things we have to ask ourselves. If it happens, the why. Why is that happening? Um, 
And then also sometimes people, when I, when I mentioned earlier, the fear, fear happens from what is being presented. So if a person's afraid to share, it could be because when they shared before, that information was dismissed. That information was minimized. It wasn't, um, that information wasn't cared for with confidence or whatever the case is, whatever you shared with that person wasn't respected. So those can all be reasons why communication starts to break down and why a person's truly not communicating what they need to communicate. And um, so I'm going to read another scripture. So Ephesians 4.15, instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ who is the head of his body, the church. So um, so I'm going to give another example. Um, one of my friends, um, she, you know, she and I have been friends for years. And one of the things that I've noticed is that we, you know, we connect, we get along, we, um, you know, we have great conversation, but sometimes or often um, in the past, I noticed that I had some difficulty Um, communicating just things that were of concern to me pertaining to maybe something I was going through or something that was offensive in our our relationship and um, I had to had to get back to the root I said you know Lord help me to understand this because I find myself retracting from communicating what I need to communicate to this particular friend and it wasn't like all my friends that I was having you know I didn't have the same kind of issue with the rest of my friends it was just certain individuals who were a little harsh and critical and I don't want to say it was a personality you know um, temperament but I think sometimes God is dealing with everyone um, in different ways and and there are blind sides people have blind sides and so sometimes God uses us to help them with that but I noticed that I was a little bit reluctant to share certain things because one I didn't want to feel judged. Two, I felt like I didn't necessarily want a person to solve the issue at the moment. I just wanted someone to listen and to listen and to pray. So we have to, when we're in communication with individuals, especially those who are problem solvers, I know I can be one myself, but we have to be discerning in the Holy Spirit and say, okay, is this something that the person's asking you to solve or to come with? Uh, criticalness or judgment or to say well this is what you know or are we really listening to understand because a lot of times when a person feels like they're not going to have a listening ear they're not going to come you're not going to be the first point of uh, preference to share certain things to because you might already assume the response is going to be a certain way now the Holy Spirit was dealing with me and indicating that you know your way of handling this is no different because what you're doing is you're avoiding something that needs to be addressed. And so I dealt with um, fear of approaching or addressing that concern because I didn't didn't want to deal with conflict. I wanted to avoid conflict. Why? Because I wanted to have peace. But by me trying to avoid conflict, I was, I was prolonging something that could have been addressed earlier on. I was prolonging a blind side in her that she had a tendency to do that. I was prolonging 
communication that we could have had that could have really blossomed into other things um, for both of us. But I avoided and she didn't know because I didn't share that. So even though we were talkative about stuff, there was a breakdown in communication and there was a root to it on, on both sides. There was a root to why there was a breakdown, fear of conflict, and then on the other end there was um some criticalness that caused that fear to um come up so we always want to get to the why because there's always a why behind it so that has god uh, it's so beautiful because god has allowed me to approach the situation and have better communication when it comes to conflict. So we were able to talk through so many different things and really get to the root of it. And now we, I'm, when whenever there is a concern, I don't feel the way I used to feel because I addressed it. And I did not address it in fear, I addressed it in faith and I allowed the Holy Spirit to speak through me. And I prayed. And, um, and when you pray and you allow God to work on things on on your behalf like on the front end it allows everything else to flow so this was an example of how you know and in my situations how I was able to talk I shared I listened but there was a breakdown in my communication because there was a root that wasn't addressed so this is something we we want to make sure we're doing that we're not ones who might cause someone to become um fearful or we're not ones to cause someone to feel uncomfortable we always want to be someone who anyone can approach with information and feel comfortable if we feel that people are not sharing with us for whatever reason we have to ask are we harsh are we critical are we understanding are we listening to understand these things are very important we want to be able to communicate with comfort because if we communicate with comfort, we're going to communicate everything that needs to be communicated. We're not going to gloss over information. And valuable friendships, you don't want to discard friendships just because you're seeing weaknesses in an individual. You know, you want to ask the Lord, what do you want me to do in regards to this? And a lot of times the first thing is to pray and ask God what he would want you to do to help that situation. A lot of friendships have ended due to misunderstanding, not communicating effectively, not speaking up, offense, whatever it is. And this is why we have to be mature in the things of of, of the Lord and not, um, you know, being so surface with what we do. Because when we're surface, things can um, really be misunderstood because we never really got to the root of whatever it is. And we didn't ask the Holy Spirit for discernment to understand what was what was operating, you know, in that. Because you know, God is not the author of confusion. So when that kind of stuff happens, that's the enemy trying to cause conflict, trying to cause issues, trying to cause a breakdown of you know friendship especially the ones that God brings into your life now I'm going to read a scripture of Proverbs 13 17 an unreliable messenger stumbles into trouble but a reliable messenger brings healing so we have to ask ourselves are we a reliable messenger are we someone who 
someone else can rely on with information that's shared that's being shared or do they feel like their um, information that they shared with you might not be um, confidential do they feel like you might share that information um, with someone else do they feel like you are someone who values their their friendship and the information that's being shared do we listen to understand or do we listen so that we can hurry up and say what we want to say? Because that's that's rooted in pride. If we're listening, but we're not processing what we're listening, and then, you know, we find ourselves just only having a one-sided conversation, which is pointing back to self. Um, sometimes we can be so excited to share something and communicate um, our perspective that we can talk so much and cause the other person to feel like what they're sharing is not important. So we have to make sure our conversation is um, mutual. We have to be intentional about taking pauses when we're when we're talking and allowing others to share. So you might be excited about sharing, but what if that person, the Holy Spirit was leading that person to say something and they could not get one word in because, you know, you went 20 to 30 minutes straight with no pause. We have to ask ourselves, are we intentionally pausing so other people can share? Um, and then we want to know, when we share information, does it encourage or does it make a person feel um does it, does it make a person feel criticized? When we share information with the other person, does it help them to want to open up? Because this is why it's so important about, it's so important to share testimonies and be transparent because what that does is it allows another person to feel like, wow, this is a safe place. This person's being real, so I can be real too. But if everyone is just gonna be surface the whole time, that's going to be the extent of your communication surface level no testimony shared everything is just like you have it together and that's what the enemy wants the enemy wants everyone to pretend like they have it together so that no one hears breakthrough so that no one hears the testimony of a trial they went through and how God has had to help them through that because if we don't have a test how do we have a testimony so we really want to make sure we're operating in humility and not pridefulness because pride does not help another person to get set free from their own struggle. You want to always make sure we're in a place of humility and allowing the Holy Spirit to move in our hearts as we're talking. So when you're in an opportunity to have really effective conversation and communication and if you want to practice being a better communicator always ask the other person you know you want to remember to address the other person's concerns with no pressure or harshness and you want to welcome it on a regular basis so you know ask questions intentionally engage them to make sure you heard them correctly show that you care about what they shared and even bring up something they shared with you the previous conversation to let them know that that's something you remember them sharing. 
um, or even say, how's that going with, you know, this situation or whatever, or even let them know that you've been praying for them uh, just to be, you know, that might remind them that you are still thinking about what they shared with you. Um, and if you did pray for them, you know, this is why it's good to pray right on the spot, you know, like right after the conversation so that you don't forget, but it's good to let them, let them know that what was shared was, um, was something that was valuable. And then also, if you want to welcome communication, you, you have to be intentional about asking how, how are things going with you? How, how is your heart? Is there anything bothering you? Is there anything, you know, you want to share? And then also ask permission um, if you want them to give, if you want to give them um, advice. So, you know, for some conversations, a person might just want you to listen. So you might say, okay, I just want you to listen. Um, and then later, you know, in another conversation, you can give advice. You just let the, you have to kind of let the individual know that because if you don't they might think that you're communicating that just so you can get advice or that you're communicating that because you don't know you know you need some direction so I think it's very important to share that or to ask the person is it okay I've had I had I've had so many people ask me this and I think it's so interesting and I think it's it's you know great they ask me permission if they can share something a lot of times people don't they just share it and I'm like wow they so many people ask can I share this or can I give can I give some you know and I think it's so profound to see that because I never really asked them to do that but I think they want to make sure that whatever they're sharing is welcome that they don't cross boundaries with sharing and it's not received and it's also what it does is it prepares the heart to receive anything that might be um a very uh a sharp not well correction but like more of a sharp download something that you probably weren't expecting but it prepares the heart to receive it with love and not offense so I think that is a way to um prepare the heart is by asking permission especially if the person was just wanting to just share and have that person understand now there are going to be situations where you're not going to always receive permission because of concern for um, going, uh, you know, going down the wrong road or direction and you, you're hearing stuff that's very concerning. Sometimes you just need to allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you directly to that because you don't want that conversation to end with misunderstandings and something major happening from that conversation. So everything is regarding being led by the Holy Spirit and um, also being willing to be corrected you know we can't just have conversation and no one can share what the Holy Spirit is revealing to them you know you that's only a one-sided conversation that's only one who wants to feel good in everything they share some things need to be addressed not just some a lot of things need to be addressed but we have to ask ourselves when is that okay for that to be addressed so at some point if they're unable to address it in that one conversation, maybe you need to, you know, decide when you do want to address it. If you want to have a designated day and say, hey, you know, um, I wanted to share a little bit more about that conversation we had the other day, but it wasn't the day for it. So can you let me know? Because um, 
I want to share what the Holy Spirit has revealed to me and I want to pray about it. So just it prepares the person to receive it. So they're in the right posture in their heart. So when you're in a relationship, both individuals should be, and and this is just any relationship, any type of communication, both individuals should be comfortable sharing. The more comfort that the person has sharing, the more they're going to share. You might even have someone say, I don't know what it is, but I just feel like I just can share anything with you. Do you know what that is when they say that? That's the Holy Spirit. That's you being a listener and not a talker. That's you listening and responding with um, concern, responding with patience and love, not doing anything, no side eye, nothing. You literally have a straight face. They can tell you anything and your facial expression doesn't change. And you listen, you ask questions and you, and this person is sharing more than that they've shared with anyone. Why? Because you've allowed there to be a safe place in comfort. You didn't interrupt them. You didn't make them feel bad about what they shared. They shared, you shared some major things and your facial expression stayed stayed the same. You didn't, um, prior to that, you didn't criticize anybody. You didn't make anybody seem like they were less than. So now they feel like, you know what? I feel like I can share this with you because you never talked like that around me. And I know that you will value the stuff that I share and you will protect it. So this is how you get people to share. Do not go bashing and criticizing people and talking the whole time thinking that they're going to want to share everything with you that is really making it difficult for them to share especially if both parties are so intense with how they talk and share information then you're you might a lot of times have intense conversations a lot because both individuals are intense with their opinions with what they share so then you might just be in a lot of intense conversations with You know, and some people call that just arguing, but it could just be the intensity of how both individuals communicate. So you have to be at a place of humility to listen, to understand and listening to want to understand, not just say, okay, I'm going to listen because I'm supposed to be understanding. It's it's really approaching it like I want to understand what you're saying. So even like repeating what you heard to make sure you understand it, because some people are understanding it the way they want to understand it. Why? Because they either don't like what you said, they've already dismissed it. So they're not really trying to understand because of what they've already have in their mind that, okay, this might be a long conversation. You've already told me that, Um, whatever the case is. Sometimes people have told me the same stories over and over. And I don't say, oh, you've told me that, you know, because to me, that's dismissive. That that sounds like you don't have time for them telling you another story. But what you can say is you can still get excited with them with the second time around or the third time around. And then you might say, oh, yeah, I remember you shared that with me last time. Wow. Still show the same amount of excitement. But when you just shorten it like that, dismiss it, you're saying that you heard it one time and that was enough. That that shows a lot when you when you do that. And so sometimes people repeat stories because those stories are still alive to them and they want to share it again. It was a good experience or it's something that, that, that's still in their heart, and which means they wanted to bring it up, that they don't want to dismiss that conversation, that that's something they, they want to talk about again. So we cannot, communication can't be one-sided. Like we have to consider others better than ourselves. We have to not think about 
ourselves because if we're selfish and we're impatient we are going to end the conversation quickly we're going to redirect the conversation to ourselves we're going to make ourselves look good in the conversation we whenever you're a person selfish and they're a talker they consume they consume the conversation they consume the way they uh, spend time listening to be patient all of that is revealed in how a person also communicates so we're all a work in progress there's there's so much more we all can do when it comes to communication because we're always learning something new about ourselves so hopefully this will encourage all of us to continue um, lovingly listening to others to understand the main thing is to allow the holy spirit to lead all of our conversations in love we should allow patience humility love and understanding to support us for effective and comfort in communication let's pray Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for who you are, Lord. We thank you for giving us our mouths to talk, to share, to show your love. Lord, giving us our ears to listen, to understand, to process, Lord, what has been downloaded, Lord. I pray that we just continue to depend on you in all that we do, that we that we listen to understand, that we're slow to speak that we consider others better, Lord, even in our conversations, Lord, that we do not allow fear or worry to cause us to hold back information that needs to be communicated, Lord. I pray that we have patience to listen to maybe stories that we've heard already, Lord, that we have patience to ask questions, to follow up, to have better understanding to what was shared, And that we also have patience to even not talk over individuals, not be the only one talking, but to intentionally engage the conversation so that both individuals are actively talking or actively sharing, sharing things that are meaningful to them, Lord. We thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for continuing to be patient with us, even when we make mistakes, Lord. You're so faithful. You're so patient. You're so loving. And we thank you. We give you the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, you all, be encouraged and reminded that there is nothing impossible with God.